If you got your Bibles this morning, all right, open it up to Acts chapter 2, all right. I'm going to read the founding passage, all right, of Gateway Church. So 20 years ago, this is what established our direction, all right, as a community of believers. This identifies our purpose together. And they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and the fellowship, to the breaking of bread and the prayers. And all came upon every soul. And many wonders and signs were being done through the apostles. All who believed were together and had all things in common. And they were selling their possessions and belongings and distributing the proceeds to all as any had need. And day by day, attending the temple together and breaking bread in their homes, they received their food with glad and generous hearts, praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to their number day by day those who are being saved. That's the church. That's how God designed the church to be. That's how God asked us to function together. And so 20 years, this passage has been a paradigm. It's been a filter for us. What do we do? Well, this is what we do. We devote ourselves to these things, to fellowship, to God's word to breaking bread together, taking communion together, taking care of one another's needs. It's simple, but it's profound. Because the byproduct of doing these things and being devoted to these things is that every soul was in awe at what God was doing. Awe at what God was doing. When the body devotes itself to these things, the byproduct is all. We get to encounter and experience God together. That's been the paradigm for 20 years. And I stand before you, I don't have some creative engineering visional thing for the next 20 years. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. How do you celebrate a 20-year anniversary? You do the things that God asks you to do. You do the thing that defines why we're gathering right now. We devote ourselves to these things. That's how we celebrate well. And when we devote ourselves to these things, we're going to encounter God along the way. And it'll change your life. Whether you know Christ or you don't know Christ, when you encounter Christ, it's going to change your life. And so this morning as we go, hey, what are we going to do for our 20-year anniversary as we gather together? This is what we're going to do. And it's what we're going to do for the next 20 years. And it's what we're doing this morning. Go back through this passage and they devote themselves to the apostles' teaching. They devote themselves to the Word of God. That's what we're doing right now. We're opening up the Word of God and we're seeing what it says and we're going to apply it to our life. We're going to be devoted to that this morning. They were devoted to fellowship. Look around. That's what we're doing. There's crawfish waiting to be eaten. That's what we're going to do. We're going to fellowship. To the breaking of bread and prayers. We're going to take communion at the end of this. That's what we're going to do. Megan led us through a time of prayer. That's what we're going to do. And all came upon every soul. And many wonders and signs were being done through the apostles. Was it not a wonder watching all right, new creation this morning? 
God has been stirring and moving in the lives of people as we've been devoted to these things. Is it not a wonder? And all who believed were together and had all things in common. And they were selling their possessions and belongings and distributing the proceeds to all as any had need. We're going to take communion together here in a second. But the last thing in this, all right, in this filter of what the church is and why the church gathers, all right, we still have to do this morning. And that's we have to take care of one another's needs. We have to have all things in common together. Let's cut through the fluff. Let's cut through the church fluff. If we walk away from the church, if we walk away from gathering together and we don't meet the needs of one another, what are we doing? Because wasn't it Christ who showed up to meet our most desperate need? So for you to leave this morning, for me to leave this morning, And for us not to seek to care for the needs of the people that are here, we've missed the heart of Christ. We can gather on Sundays and not meet the needs, not have all things in common, and we miss the heart of Christ. And so many times our idea of church is we miss the heart of Christ. I don't want to miss the heart of Christ over the next 20 years. I want to to meet the needs of of the people. I want you to meet the needs of one another. Because in doing so, we'll have more testimonies of how God showed up in our midst. There'll be more moments where we will be left in awe together if we will have all things in common and we will take care of the needs of the people that are sitting next to us. And so we still yet this morning have this to do, to take care of one another's needs. I'm going to ask the trustees, if you're a current trustee, all right, you're on staff, all right, I'm going to ask you to come down, I'm going to ask you to stand next to me. Here's the deal, I want to cut through the fluff this morning, because I know looking at some of you, because I know I got needs in my own life, and I know looking at you, you got some needs. Some of you are in need. I recognize that. You recognize that. Some of you have financial needs. You're in need financially right now. I recognize that and you recognize that. Some of you are in need emotionally and spiritually right now. I recognize that and you recognize that. Some of you are traversing through some situations where you are emotionally and spiritually in need. You need counsel, you need comfort, you need to be built up in love, you need somebody to walk it out with you, you have a need. Some of you have a need for deliverance. Some of you have the need to be delivered from your sin by Christ, and you recognize that, and so do I. Some of you have needs of, hey, how do I walk this season out as I parent my teenagers or my young kids? How do I do this? I am in need and I need help. You recognize that. And so do I. 
And so here's what I want to do this morning. As you see the leadership of this church that you have elected to be leaders of this church, to shepherd this church, to guide this church, to counsel this church. We want to know so we can do those very things. Are you in need? Doesn't matter what it is. Whether you're swimming in credit card debt and that's a, that's a need of yours. Or you need somebody to babysit tomorrow night because you're scrambling trying to figure out how you're going to get a babysitter. Are you in need? Before you leave today, I want you to find one of these faces. And I want you to courageously say, hey, this is how I'm in need. This is how I'm in need. And we're going to respond. We're going to shepherd. We're going to seek to meet that need. Because if we don't, we're going to miss the heart of Christ. Amen? Okay. Thank you. You guys can be seated. Here's what we're going to do. Okay. The trustees that you just saw up here are going to make their way to the sides and to the front here. All right. We're going to take communion together. All right. When we take communion together, here's what it's symbolizing. Hey, we are sharing in the death and the resurrection of Jesus. And we're waiting for his return. That's what Jesus says. He said, hey, this bread is my flesh that has been broken for you. When you take the drink, right, Jesus said, hey, this wine is my blood that I've spilt for you. So when you gather, take this together in remembrance of what I've done, but also remembrance of what I promised. I'm coming back. And so take heart. I'm coming back. Okay? And so as the band plays, I want you to move to the side or to the front here. Grab your communion cup. Come back to your seat. Hold on to it. Don't take it yet, and we'll take it together. Okay? Stand with me. Let's pray, and then you can move. God, we devote ourselves to doing things your way. We want it your way. We don't need our way. We don't need our way anymore. In your way, there's blessing. There's awe. And so, God, we devote ourselves together as your body to doing things your way for the next 20 years. God, I pray for our obedience together. And I pray that your Holy Spirit would grow us up and we will be left in all in the path of obedience. Amen.